Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. My guest today was thrust into a coaching role far earlier than most. But in a candid interview, Todd Wolfson also shares other key factors that inspired his transition from playing to coaching. What do I mean? Stick around to find out. TeamSnap is the presenting sponsor of the Winning Is Not Everything podcast. But did you know TeamSnap is also a proud partner of the Positive Coaching Alliance? PCA and TeamSnap are working together to honor outstanding coaches who promote a positive, character-building youth sports environment. To submit your nominations for the Double Gold Coach Award, visit positivecoach.org backslash awards programs before November 30th. As a boy, Todd Wolfson was tall and talented. In third grade, not only did he tower over fifth graders at his school, but he also shined on the basketball court throughout his community. Then, at 14, Todd Wolfson was thrust into a head coaching role. When you fast forward, Todd did play in college, but he was a high school head basketball coach by 22. So what happened? Well, you're going to really admire Todd's honesty as we learn more about this young and successful high school basketball coach in California. Let's get to the interview. Well, I am so excited to have as my guest today, Coach Todd Wolfson. Todd, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Very honored. Well, Todd, I mean, I follow you on Twitter. I think you follow me as well. And I just love your combination of great insights as a coach. I think you're one of those coaches who's trying to do this for the right reason in terms of, you know, building up young men. And I just want to get a chance to chat with you a little bit about your story and then some of your experiences and insights that I think could really help my audience. No, I appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. And uh, I'm excited to share whatever knowledge, little knowledge I have and, you know, whoever we can help was, is awesome. So thanks for what you do. And again, honored to, to help and share in any way I can. Well, Todd, I know you grew up in California. And one of my favorite first questions to ask a guest is, what's your favorite childhood sports related memory? I mean, shoot, it could be a lot of things, right? But uh, right. I think that the, the first one, which kind of, I guess, set my career path in motion was I have a younger brother. And, you know, like most older brothers, they, they probably coach their younger brothers as much as they can throughout life. But I actually got a real opportunity to coach him. Uh, my dad was always our coach growing up. And my, when my younger brother was maybe 11 or 12, I want to say, uh, my dad was his park and rec, you know, league coach and, and, and vice versa. And then my dad got kind of sick. He's okay, but got sick for a while. And he said, you know what, instead of having another parent do it, why don't you do it? And I was thrilled and honored at like 14, 15 to be able to coach 11, 12 year old kids. And from that first practice, I knew exactly what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Wow. That is incredible. And, and am I correct in presuming that was basketball? It was basketball. Yes. Born yeah. into it, raised in it and never want to get out of it. Yeah. Todd, give me a highlight from coaching that season and then give me kind of a low light as well. Uh, I think the highlight, one of the coolest parts was, I think it was the first game we played uh, and I'm on the sideline 
the buzzer rang, you know, after warmups and the, uh, the referee like was just standing there and probably about six, five, six minutes went by and he's standing there and the game wasn't starting and I'm talking to the team and kind of confused on what's going on. And I said, are we, are we starting? And he goes, yeah, we're just waiting for the coach. And, uh, I looked at him and said, I, I think I am the coach. And that was the exact words. And he said, you are. And I said, yeah. And that was probably one of the highlights that was pretty funny and pretty cool from there. You know, uh, first time I ever kind of called myself, I guess a coach was then and, uh, never forget that. And then one of the, the low points, which I think eventually became a high point is, you know, our first game, we got blown out. Uh, we got, <laughs> we got blown out. So I think at that, that age, they turn the, they turn the scoreboard off when you're down by a certain amount of points. And, you know, I think my mom has a picture somewhere of me standing up trying to coach these kids and, uh, the scoreboard is off. There's just a time up there. And, uh, from that moment I said, I'm never going to have the scoreboard turned off again on me. So, uh, you know, that was the low point, but ended up becoming a high point because I loved, uh, you know, I loved the work behind what it takes to never have the scoreboard turned off on you again. I love so much that you are one of those folks who's always looking for lessons and imparting lessons. What was the big lesson that you learned from coaching that season? That coaching is, is a challenge. It's tough. You know, from the first practice, I remember there was already parents, you know, they, oh, we didn't sign up for this. And, you know, we, we didn't, we're not paying for this. And, you know, having to prove myself from the start, you know, and having to understand that there's so many factors that come into coaching a team, whether it's a high school team, it's a youth sports team, whatever the case may be. There's so many factors um, beyond coaching uh, that a lot of people don't realize. You know, I always say coaching is a small like X's and O's is only really a small part of coaching. You know, even in the high school world that I'm in now, I spent the last two and a half weeks on, you know, managers and buses and drivers and, you know, who's going to collect the, the tickets at the door to scoreboards, to announcers, to, I mean, I can go on and on and we haven't even talked about winning a basketball game. And that's something I think you realize from the start, uh, which was a great lesson for me is there's so much beyond actually coaching that goes into actual coaching. Hmm. And that was, I think, probably the best lesson I learned from that from that season. Yeah, I'm not sure if you saw it, but on, on Twitter last night, I posted a picture of uh, me at the laundromat. Because, uh -huh. you know, obviously our season ended and, uh, you know, asked the kids to turn in their uniforms, presumably washed and, and everything. Right. But <laughs> as uh, as me and a couple of the assistant coaches were going through the uniforms, a bunch of them were musty. They, you know, seemed like they were still damp. And so I, you know, didn't want to put them away for months and have some kind of mold issue or anything. So I'm just like, hey, I got to take this stuff to the laundromat and, you know, washing 70 plus uniforms and shorts. And it's just one of those things, right? That definitely yeah. wasn't in my job description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's funny. I think I know the answer to this question, but which coach encouraged and inspired you most when you were younger? Well, I think you do know the answer is definitely my dad, you know, and I think I got a lot of my demeanor from him. He's a very calm, easygoing coach and, and person. He still is to this day. Very easy mm -hmm. to talk to, very easygoing, never got upset at the officials, always was a big believer in like, you know, doing what you preach and always talk to me about that. He couldn't, couldn't stand the coaches that would tell their players to treat officials with respect and never show up officials. And then on there on the sideline acting crazy on the sideline, like, you know, he always would, would, would stress stuff like that to me. And uh, I think that's important lessons I learned from him. 
And, you know, even to this day, you know, he'll come and watch my games and you can't tell by reading his body language if we're up or down. And he kind of just gives me the rundown after, you know, 99% of it's positive and, you know, encouraging. And it's great. So he definitely wasn't an inspiration for me from a coaching standpoint. What was the most valuable lesson you learned through a challenge or defeat around sports growing up? I think for me, it was more as a player and just, you know, I was always tall. So kind of basketball was born into basketball. And then having older brother and being in a back when I was younger, I don't want to sound like I'm too old, but kids actually played outside, right? They played outside in their front yard and did stuff like that. So we lived in a neighborhood where as soon as homework time was done, pretty much, you know, four thirty, five o'clock, there was 10 kids in our neighborhood playing sports every day outside. Awesome. And I was always the youngest. So I had mm. to kind of learn the lesson of like, it's either got to get better and we're not going to get picked, you know, because I was tired of staying on the sideline waiting for someone to put me on their team. Yeah. So, you know, I think that was a, that was a good lesson for me and, and, and always trying to improve. And I think I've t- kind of tried to take that mentality through coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sure. We won championships and state championships. And, you know, a lot of coaches can say, oh, you know, I got to the pinnacle of the high school coaching career in terms of, you know, winning championships. I think I'm going to stop learning and stop evolving. And I think that lesson, you know, from always trying to get better and always trying to improve um, has kind of taken from from that lesson when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, kind of if it, if it translates that way. Yeah. So you talked about your father, but Uh who's an unsung hero from your childhood who also had a huge impact on you? You know, maybe it was an assistant coach or a teacher or a neighbor or something like that. Does anybody jump to mind for you, Todd? Um, you know, I think uh, to sound easy, but my mother would probably be that that second second person. She was a uh, special education teacher for about twenty years at a public school, and she always so she had, had, a love. had she had like patience and empathy were like her superpowers, weren't they? Like like you can't believe, like yeah. you can't believe. Yeah. So you know, she kind of taught me to be patient and and calm. And you know, there's mm-hmm. if there ever everyone always will present you a problem, and if you look at it as a problem, then you're the problem, right? You know, there's always a solution, and there's always answers, and never mm-hmm. take things that are that are too hard and, and, and make them too hard. You know, there's always ways around things. Um, she taught me a lot of those lessons and, and, and kind of re- respect and respecting everyone and giving everyone a chance and, and stuff like that. So I, I would credit her probably as that second person. Not, I don't want to rank them one, two, but they're very, yeah. very up there. Todd, what's something you wrestled or struggled with in middle or high school? One of the things that if I had to pinpoint something would be, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was a pretty good basketball player uh, when mm-hmm. I was a kid. I was... Yeah the tallest kid in our school as a third grader and we had fifth graders and I was the tallest kid at school. And I was pretty good for that era of being, you know, and then middle school, same thing kind of translated. And once I got to about middle school, sixth, seventh grade, everyone started catching up. Everyone started catching up and I would start to go to these, you know, Hey, your son's pretty good. You should come to this, to this tournament or you should come to this camp. And, you know, you get to those camps and you realize, shoot, I'm actually not that good. Right. You know, I'm good for my little community, but there's a lot of great competition out there. And I think I learned the lesson of competition from that stuff, you know, um, that there's always competition out there, whether you're a coach, whether you're a player, whether you're just doing it for fun, there's, there's competition and people are going to compete with you wherever you go and whatever you're doing. And I think it's, again, goes back to, you have to continue to grow and you have to continue to evolve as a person and as a player, or you're going to be kind of stuck in a rut. 
And I think I learned a lot about that. I learned a lot about, you know, being uncomfortable. And my parents would take me to these camps and take me to these uh, teams and things that were kind of out of the area. And I would always be like, I don't know if I want to go there because I wasn't as good as everybody else. But they always wanted to put me in uncomfortable situations so I can grow and mm. get better and, and challenge myself so I can continue to, to, to progress as a person and a player. Wow, that's a great, great example. I see that so much where there's such a rush to be the first and the best. And it really makes me uncomfortable when, especially in your sport in basketball, where there's, you know, people ranking fifth grade basketball players. And then no matter what you say or do, that fifth grade basketball player feels something, you know, from that kind of attention. And like you said, what happens when that fifth grader who's clearly very good because of their God-given gifts at an early age, but what happens when they level off? Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any questions or comments, please visit my website, seankjensen.com and go to the contact page. You can even leave me a voice recording. And of course, I want to thank my presenting sponsor, TeamSnap. Make sure you're ready for winter sports season by downloading the TeamSnap app from your app store. And don't forget to submit your nominations for PCA's Double Gold Coach Awards at positivecoach.org backslash awards dash programs. Until next time, I'm Sean Jensen.